When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking with Jessica Felix. Jessica is a parent, coach, and family educator who focuses on aligning our personal values with the unique children that we share our lives with. Jessica lives in Washington State with her partner and their three kids and an assortment of animals at any given time. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Um, okay. So as you know, we start every episode with Rose, Bud, and Thorn. What are yours today? Let's see. Um, my Rose, my something good is just, um, oh, let's see. I, today, I was just, I just felt lucky to get up and just be able to enjoy like the little things today. Um, like the small joys. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm sitting here with a lemonade and that is, that is my good thing today. Love. What about your, do you want to do Thorn next or Bud next? Oh, let's go ahead and just do Thorn next. Um, We are crossing our fingers that our littlest who got sent home from school does not have COVID. So we had Mm -hmm. a COVID test today and that is, um, it's nerve wracking, but um, pretty sure she's all right. So yeah. hopefully and, that'll be good. In your bed. Um, I can't wait to see Dr. Strange very soon. <gasps> yeah. 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 Really looking forward to that. Hopefully this weekend. Me too. There's the Dr. Strange and then there's the Sonic movie that are out. And we gave our kiddo the option and both dad and I were like, Ooh, Dr. Strange. And he was like, well, you know, the one I want to see. Oh no. Which is the Sonic movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, right. <laughs> oh, sweet. So um tell us a little bit about what you do as a family educator and coach. Sure. Um, so I I help walk families through um looking at like what are your personal beliefs? What do you value? What are your goals for not just for your children, but for yourself, right? Where are you growing to both as a parent or caregiver and as a person, right? And then taking those personal beliefs and values and goals and attuning to the child that you have in front of you, um, which 
I, I work a lot with families with multiple children. And so um, each child is so unique. So that attunement um, kind of has to ebb and flow and change. So that's it in a nutshell. And would you, would you say in general, you align with like a gentle parenting approach or would you use different language to describe that? You know, that's a really good question. So when I kind of started, um, towards doing this as my work, um, my like certification course kind of called it peaceful parenting and it, it didn't really to me encompass like everything that it really is. Um, it felt trite to me, but yeah, I would Mm. say that in general, I align with that, that gentle parenting or peaceful parenting. It's just a way of being with littles that is, um, it respects the relationship kind of above Mm. all else. Oh, I love that. What about peaceful parenting like fell short for you, like that language? Um, Oh, so I think it, it kind of gave me a picture of like, everything should always be calm. Everything mm. should always be easy and peaceful. And I don't think that we can human together that way. And especially we can't live in such close quarters with other humans and not have conflict. And so it kind of, to me, that that mental image of like a field of flowers and everything's peaceful fell short because I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do if there's conflict? As an Enneagram mm-hmm. 9, <laughs> what am I, I supposed was thinking. to do when there's conflict? And, you know, um, I think really early in my own parenting journey, I saw that as like, smooth it over, like smooth mm-hmm. it over, keep going. If there's a problem, it's probably you, right? Mm-hmm. And instead, now I see that as being like, that's an opportunity. That's an opportunity to turn and 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 face each other, right? And to see it as there is a problem, but it's not us, right? It's us together problem solving. And so having that conflict isn't a bad thing. So that's where peaceful parenting for me sort of falls short, where um, that's it's not what it says. Right. But the name just says like peaceful. It should be, you should be peaceful. Mm -hmm. So your children will be peaceful. And, um, we all have like these unique personalities and some people are going to get really headstrong kiddos. That's Mm -hmm. okay. And you have to know like how to do that. Yeah. I'm so interested in the, how much shame that might cause if you are holding yourself to the standard of peaceful. Um, Because there's just, yeah, I think that like what I hear you saying is more like mutual respect and like problem solving and teamwork versus never having, never messing up and never having a conflict. Yes. I really love that you brought up shame. So Mm. I think, I think you're right. Like, having like a, a preset, um, set of rules you have to follow in order to keep in line with a certain way of parenting just doesn't speak to me. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's really very healthy. Cause like you said there, then there's this level of shame when things don't go that way and they won't, um, 100% of the time. And, and so it's really about 
putting that relationship first, right? Mm-hmm. And and working through things because your feelings are going to come up. Um, actions are not going to be aligned with your own values all of the time. Um, so how do you how do you manage those things and and stay stay the course, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking about a lot of adult children that I know who are, you know, dealing with parents who didn't have this kind of information as readily available or, you know, didn't think about customizing their parenting style to meet their children where they are, like, and how much they're grieving over the loss of that connection. And I'm hearing you say, you know, you're putting the relationship above all else and just like, oh, it just makes me feel so hopeful for our littles and their adult childhood experience to be able to know that their parents picked them over being right or being, you know, whatever they thought you're supposed to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And there's this chance in, in this, um, kind of seeing your children as a mirror, there's that chance of reparenting yourself and, and being your, your own best parent, you know, and, and saying like, instead of saying like, in spite of my parents, I, you know, turned out however, right. Mm -hmm. And saying, I knew what I needed. I know what I Mm -hmm. need and I can reparent myself towards that healing right? And I love what you said about our kids just getting to know that, that we said, this is what's important to me, not being right, not being in control of you all the time. Um, and, and knowing that, that the relationship was first Mm. and that we treated them like individuals. So those at home who were like, okay, awesome. We're aligning it with our values. We are, you know, putting the relationship first, but I still want to know, like, what, how will this change the way, like, an, you know, I don't know what is the average parent, but like a typical parent shows up, which, you know, from my, you know, I come from like Southern Baptist South, like spanking's very normal. Um, you know, just kind of like yeah. do what I say when I say it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Um, how would kind of what, we see as like typical parent, quote unquote, how does that differ from the way that you encourage people to look at it? Yeah. Um, so I think so this is, this is what I, what happens like when I do group courses, it's like, um, people come in and they're like, I love the idea, but I want the tools, right? I want to mm-hmm. know what to do, not just like this nice feeling, but like, what do I do? When this comes up, when I feel like I'm going to lose it um, and then falling back into those patterns that we were raised with, right? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Um, and so that's what I always address first with families that I'm working with is like, what is different about the way that you want to do this um, than how you were raised? And when does it come up for you? what, what happens in your body? So, um, I can give an example. Um, your child says, no, I'm not doing Mm -hmm. that. I don't want to do that. That's a big Mm -hmm. one. That's a big trigger. That's a trigger for me. Like what, what? (laughs) Um, so, so child says, no, how does your body feel? 
How do you mm-hmm. want to react without judgment? Like, mm-hmm. oh, if that had been me, I would have gotten a spanking. Mm-hmm. So no wonder you are like, I feel like I need to react in some way, you know, like get it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, no wonder you feel that way. So just acknowledging how you're feeling without judgment. Right. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with feelings. Um, And then and then being able to look at the situation because it's a pause moment. Right. Where you're taking a deep Mm -hmm. breath. You're looking at it with non-judgment. You're going, okay. I'm I'm choosing something else. And it's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you practice, it gets easier. And so it's like you're really hitting the nail on the head when it's when you're talking about like we're bringing our past with us um, from our own childhood and then looking forward. What do we want to do? So that's kind of the first the first thing that we talk about is how are we going to react? Yeah. And I love the language you used, which is like, well, if this had happened to me, because I think that that is the sentence that goes on in my brain when I am triggered, like by something my kid does or something like if it was something I wasn't allowed to have, the sentence I hear in my brain is, well, if that had been me as a child, which is a really good information that I want to choose a different action than what comes most natural to me in that moment. Because I don't want my child to have the childhood I had. So that's great to know. know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, like you just said, it's information, right? Mm -hmm. That's all, that's all that, that feeling that, that triggering is, is just Mm -hmm. mm, feedback. Okay. What, what can I do with this? And we're not always going to catch it either. And that doesn't mean that you're not doing it right or you're falling off, Mm -hmm. you know, from, from gentle parenting or conscious parenting or whatever you want to label it as it, it's not, it doesn't mean you just give up like, Oh, well, that's not working out. So, Oh, well it's, it's just, okay. I messed up. And that's when that repair part can happen. And, you know, speaking of our childhoods, not a lot of us got that Mm -hmm. as children, if at all, um, that, that repair of like, Hey, our relationship had a disconnection. It had a break. And now I'm taking this moment with you to repair that, Mm -hmm. right? To sincerely apologize, to talk about what happened and to get feedback. Like when it happens in the future, this is what I'm going to do differently. And you can tell me, right? Yeah. That makes me want to kind of share a failure I had as a parent today, Mm -hmm. Um, which is like this morning, my kiddo, like one of my values as a parent is to take his concerns seriously, even if they seem like little kid concerns that don't make sense to me. I want to take those concerns seriously because I want him to know that I value the things that he values and I care about his concerns. So all of that to say that he wanted to take something to school today that he's not allowed to take to school, but he had like told his friends that he was going to bring it. Uh, Yeah. And this morning he was like, my friends are expecting me to bring it. And I was like, well, that's not my concern. Um, My concern is that like, you know, we get you to school now (laughs) basically. (laughs) So um, that language of like, that's not my concern is actually like not the language I would like to use with him. Like I wasn't, 
harsh with him. He probably won't even care, you know, but that, that for me, it's really important to go to him today and say, Hey, I just want you to know, like I said this specific sentence and I, your concerns are my concerns. And that's not how I want to talk to you. That's not how I want to engage. And I would love to hear about what it means to you to be able to bring this item to school, which is never would have happened in my childhood. (laughs) No, no. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to get to bring it. Right. It's just, I want to listen to what you have to say now that we're not in a rush and under the the pressure of getting to school on time. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I am a sounding board for your concerns, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I do want to know and I do want to help you problem solve things. Um, I fail daily as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> daily. Um, and like you just said, like that is probably like he's probably moved on, mm-hmm. right? And so that that's another uh great thing to look at too, is like, we are really parenting in our heads, right? And our kids are experiencing that from a different perspective. And in a lot of cases, they're just moving on. So we think, oh, I feel daily at parenting and our kids are like, oh, um, okay. Like if they knew or understood that perspective, they would be like, um, I'm not sure that makes sense to me, but okay. Um, and so that kind of helps you give your give yourself some grace too, ourselves mm-hmm. some grace around that is like their experience is probably really different from our perspective. And it can go both ways for sure. Like um, their experience can be di- very different in that, you know, we're not connecting enough or we're not um, connecting in a way that they can feel it right? We're not loving them the way that they need to be loved, even though we're following all the rules, quote, rules Mm -hmm. and doing everything right, quote, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, but there's still, there's still that disconnect. It's all, so it goes both ways, right? And so it's really just about meeting your own, um, your own personal goals, right? Mm -hmm. Once again, it brings it back to that alignment piece. Cause when we're in alignment, um, I think everyone in our circle feels that when we're in alignment with our boundaries, our goals, um, our personal values, everyone in our circle benefits and we benefit in return mm-hmm. when they do. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You created content, and now it's time to post it on your website. Share to Instagram and send to your contacts. But if you're posting your creation everywhere, includes reformatting, resizing, redownloading, and re-uploading, you need Issue. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks and brochures and more. There is no need for endless scrolling through PDFs. Issue features your creative in an easy-to-view way on every device. 
So you can make it once, distribute it everywhere without reformatting. Your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. Issue also works seamlessly with tools you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. Issue helps creators, marketers, designers, and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. And you can start using Issue for free. They also offer premium features that give you a more customized experience. Friends, if you are creating content online and it is going to one place, you are wasting your time. It is You are putting so much time and thought and energy into the things that you make, get the most out of that effort and post it every possible place you can post it. And Issue makes this so seamless and easy to do. Get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code COFFEE. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code COFFEE at checkout for a free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code COFFEE. Thank you, Issue, for supporting the podcast. So I'm curious about, you know, the, the people at home who are listening who are like, Yes, but I value my kid not being a spoiled brat. And I'm scared that if I, you know, move toward this more conscious, thoughtful way of parenting, that I'm going to have like a child who just runs rampant and does whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear that because I still think that in my, in my mind sometimes (laughs) where it's, where it's like, okay, um, is this, is this going to work when, your value might be, I need my kid to listen the first time, right? And I would explore that further with someone like, is that a value that you have or could it be something else, right? Mm-hmm. Is it that you you want to stay in balance internally and in order for that to work well for you, you need your child to listen the first time, right? And so there's a lot of, it's a lot of inner work. It's a ton, ton of inner work because is it really a value or a belief that, you know, children should listen the first time or, you know, is there something more there to unpack? Not in like a, no, no, you that can't be your value sort of way, right? But more in just that, hmm, I'm curious, what more do you want to say about that? Um, so, so that relationship first sort of parenting is more like, I want my child to understand if there's an urgency, right? Mm-hmm. If I need them to listen the first time, then I need them to understand that that can be a value. I want to keep mm-hmm. them safe. Safety is a goal and a value. Okay. You want to keep them safe. How can you still work within this relationship-based parenting idea and still achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm interested because when you say safety, I'm like, actually, that's interesting because we so rarely yell at our kid that like when we do exclaim, it's shocking to him, you know, he he doesn't tune it out. So like if he is in danger and I'm, I'm like, yell at him to like, come to me now, he's more inclined to actually notice that versus like, 
I think about like seeing people in the grocery store who parents are just yelling at them walking down the aisle on a normal day in a normal circumstance and how that kid in danger is going to just hear the same old tone yes. that they're used to hearing. Exactly. Exactly. I It's kind of in my head, it's like an 80-20 rule um, where it's like if, if 80% of the time you're you're really calm and you're just relating while being like just your nervous system is doing good, right? Then mm-hmm. when you do have to get their attention, it's like, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. You know, this 20% is different and there must be something like they don't even have time to have all of those thoughts. But you're right. Like they react right away. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is different. You see the kiddos in the grocery store where parents are either lecturing or yelling and they're just sort of like glazed over like yeah mm-hmm. that's just the status quo and i'm thinking so much about like how much inner growth work this takes for the parents like it really it seems like it starts with us yeah mm. yeah it's really fascinating um to to just look at like kind of the inner, the things that we aren't really in control of, um, like our nervous system and our brain state, um, where we can work on those things. But in the beginning, when you're not, when you don't have that awareness, it's your nervous system running rampant with you, right? Those triggers take off and you, that that prefrontal cortex shuts down and you're living in your emotional brain. And once you know about that, Mm -hmm. then that's when you can interrupt that cycle and you can go, Oh, this is what's going on. And it's helpful also, Mm -hmm. I think for people to know that for families to know and to teach their children. Like if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel angry or like, you know, you can't hear me when I'm, talking to you because you're too upset that's physical you don't get to control that but once you're aware of it there are tools at your disposal so that you can you know get back into that equilibrium that you need to be in in order to solve a problem so if i'm listening and i'm like okay this all sounds well and good i i'm on board i think this sounds important but i am so far away from that right now where with this person, where would they start? I would start. Um, that's a really great question. I would start with um, writing down uh, the six things that are most important to you in raising mm-hmm. your children. What are the six things? And then I want you to cross three of those things off the list. <laughs> you don't get to keep all six things. <laughs> We're going to focus mm-hmm. on three things. Is it safety? Is it, um, is it happiness? Is it satisfaction with your, with their lives, with your life? Is it co-creating together? Like write down six things that are most important to you with your children in mind, cross off three things, and then look at like, how can I move forward with these? Take a tiny, tiny, tiny thing. Look at one thing and go, what's one move I know I can make today and then I can do it again tomorrow. I can do it again the next day. Just one thing, right? It could be, give an example. It could be um, when I drop my child off at school, 
I'm going to say, I really hope you have a good day. Instead of get out of the car, get out of the car, get out of the car, I gotta mm-hmm. go, right? Just, I hope you have a really good day today. And then every day, that's just the thing you're gonna focus on. You're gonna do one thing because those habits build on each other. And you're just doing one thing. And if it doesn't work one day, you don't get to say it. You're like busy, you're under stress, you're late. You say, get out of the car, get out, go, go. Okay. You just say, mm-hmm. all right, today was not my day. I have tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Focus on one thing. I love that you have them write down six and then take out three because I think about how much if I were to write down what I think I want to be as a parent, how much of that's going to be what I think other people think I should be as a parent. Like that whole concept of like my kids should listen the first time is something I adopted from other people and is actually not a value of mine. But I, you know, it was like a should in my brain. Yeah. I have a great example of that. Um, Mm -hmm. With my nine-year-old, she's my youngest. And I adopted the value of, um, we don't, there's two. There's two that Mm -hmm. I I struggle actually with these a lot. Um, And she gives me lots of opportunity to practice. One, you can't color on the walls. Mm -hmm. That's not something that anyone is ever allowed to do, right? Unless Mm -hmm. you're a muralist or something. Um, well, she is a muralist. <laughs> Clearly, her bedroom shows. <laughs> she's a muralist. She likes to draw on the yeah. walls. And she's not hurting anything. Mm-hmm. Paint exists if we need to paint mm-hmm. over it. Um, and she's so proud of herself. Mm-hmm. And she loves being surrounded by her art. Right? So, mm-hmm. so that's something I had to really unpack in me. And also, yeah. she loves to cut her hair. She loves cutting her own hair. And I'm just like, oh, wow, that was definitely not allowed, right? Mm -hmm. Other people would definitely not allow this to be happening. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, but is it my value? Mm -hmm. And also Mm -hmm. if it is my value that she not cut her own hair or she not color on her own walls, why? Mm -hmm. And does that serve her in our relationship? Oh my gosh. So much of that too. When we think about like why it's a problem, it's because of how other people will see us, not even how it will impact her. Yeah. Like I think about like my kid, like some of the things for him are like, he does not like to sit in his seat, like does not like to sit in his seat. And it used to really bug me. Like we sit at our seat at dinner Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's not, I don't care. Like it impacts me in zero ways. It impacts him in zero ways. The only reason is because I think like we're going to be out to dinner somewhere and someone's going to judge us. And like my kid's way more important than whoever could possibly have an opinion about him standing or sitting. 100%. 100%. And I think that it's so individual. Like Mm -hmm. I don't expect that now this means that you have to let your kids color on their walls, right? Right, That's right. You don't, you don't have to go as hard as we do. That's fine. Like just examine, just examine like that feeling that comes up that says we don't do that. And is Mm -hmm. that your value or is that someone else's value? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So, um, It also, I hear a lot of the way that you talk about it, you know, it's almost like we're just, we're treating children as people, 
Yeah. Like I would never say to my husband, like, come here right now. Right. <laughs> because it would be the first time. Clearly wrong. <laughs> like, it would be so obviously like disrespectful and controlling yeah. and um yeah, it'd be wrong. So interestingly, like, why do we treat our children this way? Right. And then also like when as they're growing, right? Are they then going to be more likely to let somebody else control Mm -hmm. them, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't get to decide when they're autonomous enough that that we're that we don't control them anymore. So are we setting Mm -hmm. them up to be in relationships where their needs are not met, right? Mm -hmm. And so looking at that long term, like how do I want you to allow people to speak to you, to treat you? Mm-hmm. as you grow because these kiddos are only with us for so long mm-hmm. and then they go on and they're going to have relationships outside of their family that are going to look a lot like how they grew up mm-hmm. um, and so I just I want to do my best to set them up to only allow themselves to be treated as full humans mm-hmm yeah. yeah. And to get to be loved for who they are, not for like what they, how, how they can perform. Jessica, is there anything that is lingering for you that you're like, I want to make sure that this gets said because this is really important for people who might be listening to this for the first time? Yeah. Yeah, there is. And I think we, we've hit on it a few times, but I just, I, I want listeners to walk away with the understanding that there you don't have to do this 100% right all of mm-hmm. the time. You don't have to, um, as an Enneagram 9, <laughs> who <laughs> values like peace and non-confrontation and all of those things, you know, things are going to happen. Life is going to happen um, daily. It's relentless. And so you it's just about growing your own self-awareness, right? Even if you don't have children, you can still grow your own self-awareness about how you are in relation to other people. And that's all that this really is at the core. Stunning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? Oh, okay. Yes, I am. Let me take a drink and then I'll be ready. (laughs) (laughs) Hydration is important. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. The first book that comes to mind. Oh, the first book that comes to mind. Um, well, I'm in the middle of a book right now and it's not necessarily the best or most wonderful book I've ever read, but, um, it's a collection of short horror stories, um, by Joe Hill. Fun. I'm trying to remember the name of it now. Black Telephone. Ooh, good name. I think, I think that's it. So yeah, not, not super impactful, but definitely um, gripping. For Fun. Sure. Okay. A favorite song. A favorite song. On our way to school this morning, um, my littlest was um, playing Pandora. We share a Pandora account, and there's a song that I'm not even sure of the name of it, um, but it goes, um, "You mean the whole wide world to me." You light up everyone you meet. And it's just, it makes me cry every time. And she'll play it over and over so that I'll sing it to her. Oh, my God. 
It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Um, something you wish people knew about you. Oh, wow. Something I wish people knew. I'm, I can be such an open book. Um, but, uh, something I wish people knew, um, I wish that everyone got a chance, um, to know how funny I am. I can be a very funny person. 100%. Yeah. Your dream day. What are you doing? My dream day. I think, um, I think I'm probably this people who do know me will be like, why would she even say that? Um, (laughs) would be a day on the beach, but I'm in a beach chair and that's, you see the difference because Mm, I don't like sand, but everything else about the beach. Fantastic. So on the beach with a good book, uh, a cold drink and just, yeah, that's, that's an ideal day. Yeah. What about your final meal? What are you eating? Mm, that's a good question too. Uh, final meal. You should ask me this one when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for my final meal, something, um, something in the, the pasta noodle range somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on the day, whether that is more of like, are we going more Italian are we going more um, like a like a sesame noodle? It depends. Okay, love your okay. A food for thought. Something people can walk away thinking about today. Food for thought. Oh, gosh, what I feel like everything has already been said in the world. Maybe that's a food for thought. Is that there's no like original thing, but your own spin on it is what makes things original. Right. So there's nothing new under the sun, except everything is new under the sun. Mm. Oh, I love that. So where can we keep in touch? The people at home who are like, I want to do this. I know that I can't do it alone. I need your help. (laughs) How do they find you and how do they get in touch? Um, They can find me over at alignedandattuned.com. And... They can, uh, I've got a great resource over there. It'll, they click on the start here button and they can get that resource. And then that signs them up for my mailing list. And I send out emails uh, with tips and thoughts and just things to, um, to chew on. Yeah. Sweet. Jessica, it was so good having this conversation with you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom with us and inspiring us to be more conscious in our parenting style. Fantastic. Well, it was great to be here. Thank you so much. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.